thing I always say is, I, I hate the fact that it's, it's a, so much of the time it's who you know, but it really does come down to a lot of the time who you know, or whether you know somebody who knows somebody and can recommend you. Um, and for that purpose, you can never network too much. Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Do The Woo, a WooCommerce Builder Podcast, Episode 172. This show is brought to you by Waveflyer for those times when you are looking for cash flow assistance for your marketing or inventory, and also Foo Sales, your go-to for point of sales with WooCommerce. Let's join co-hosts Mendel Curlin and Zach Stepik for another Do The Woo show. Hey, I'm Mendel, and with me today is my co-host, Zach Stepik. Hey, Mendel. Mendel. Zach, who do we have joining us for today's show? We have Michelle Frechette. Hi, guys. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm recently in a new position. I am the Director of Community Engagement for Stellar WP, which is the software division of Liquid Web. So I have lots of different uh, plugins under the, um, the Stellar umbrella, and I'm less than a month, actually, in the new job. So tomorrow will be one month in the new job. And so far, everything is awesome. And I'm loving it. And it gives me lots of opportunities to do things in the community, like working with jobs and working at post status and working with Big Orange Heart and all the other fun stuff that I like to do to try to help people out in the WordPress community. Congratulations on the new role. I know that uh, after the acquisition of GiveWP, you you were able to transition into doing what you do just on a bigger stage, which is amazing. Yeah. It's it's pretty exciting for me, for sure. And um, anybody that knows me at all knows how much I love the WordPress community and giving back as much as I can because I've been so blessed in this community with so many things and by so many people. And so any opportunity I have to help you know, people find jobs or to help people be able to communicate or, you know, any of that kind of stuff is um, definitely something. Sorry, guys, I got to hand my keys over here to somebody in the office. Let's make a noise. Um, But any opportunity I get to help other people be successful in the WordPress space. Well, now, so, Michelle, Mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't be do the woo without asking you, how do you do the woo? Well, let's see. I have um, helped lots of lots of my personal customers from my freelance days um, have WooCommerce stores on their websites. And I also now help promote some WordPress products that work alongside with WooCommerce. Specifically, I helped launch Orderable a few weeks ago, which is online ordering for basically for local local delivery, like restaurant, uh, pickup and delivery, things like that, so that you can have real-time ordering on your WooCommerce website. Would you say that some of the products that you work with related to WooCommerce are iconic? They are. They're very iconic, actually. Like, I go to bed at night and I just see icons in my head. They're so iconic. <laughs> I love, but seriously, huge shout out to James Kemp because he does so much good work on the stuff um, with Iconic and with Orderable that it's been easy to support that products and those products easily. Okay, so you're deeply steeped in the WordPress and WooCommerce community. You are what many would consider a um, a, a veteran of this community. Uh, you see a lot, you know, a lot. And what I'm, what, what we haven't started to talk about and what I would like to focus on, I hope Zach's Mm -hmm. down with this too, is 
your HR experience um, and kind of kind of how that's intertwined with um, your WooCommerce or your WordPress experience. And so uh, if you can maybe paint us a picture with a story about how you kind of got started uh, and how you fell into some of this HR-dom and, uh, and how that has kind of come about within uh, the WordPress and WooCommerce space. That would that'd be awesome. Well, I was born in 1968, just outside of Chicago in a small town. <laughs> uh, but seriously, I've only I was, been used- I, was, I was excited, right? You're like, <laughs> I'm taking it way back. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's prepared an entire, like, <laughs> lifetime narrative, right? Uh, uh, I'm thinking, like, started- black and white videos and, like, old-timey music, you know? You can download the book, the ebook on uh, – no, you can't. There's no ebook. <laughs> so, someday – it would be really boring for other people to read the story in my life, but it would be so much fun to write, you know? Um, but in all seriousness, I actually was born in Hammond, Indiana, which is not far from Chicago for all you Chicagoans over there. But uh, I've been in WordPress for, I keep telling people it's been over 10 years and it hasn't actually been over 10 years yet. In 2022, I will have been using WordPress for 10 years. Started out, uh, my best friend and I started a nonprofit. We needed a website. Her husband built us one, gave us the login and said, go forth and populate your, your website. And, you know, I've, I've told the story before. I was terrified. I was like, I'm going to break it. I know I'm going to break it. He's like, you can't break it. Just stay away from these files. Put anything out there you want. And uh, it didn't take very long before I had the, the bug, you know, and really like, wow, this is really cool. I wonder if I could build one of these from scratch. So I went over to their house. I made, she worked nights. I made spaghetti dinner for their four kids and him in exchange for him teaching me how to, you know, go from purchasing a URL and hosting to actually having a website on the URL. I understood the two ends. I didn't understand how to get the one on the other. And so by the end of that night, I had like four steps written down on a piece of paper. I think I still have that, that paper somewhere. One of the steps was salt keys. Anybody who, who ever used to do the download and upload, you'll remember the salt keys step. Um, and of course, now we do, everybody just pushes that one button install, which is so, um, so helpful everywhere you go. But it was that was like kind of gave me the bug and gave me the start. And within a couple of years, I was attending WordCamps and be like, wow, this all of this for 25 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever it was at the time. I get to learn so much cool stuff. Um, Learned about, you know, WooCommerce. I think one of the first um, one of the first uh, talks I ever sat in two back to back. One was Mike Demo, the other was Chris Lemma. And I was just like mind blown that these people were sharing all this really good information. And thought I want to be able to help people and do that kind of thing too. So I started attending more WordCamps, went to WordCamp US, the first one in Philadelphia, signed up our meetup as an official meetup. And the next year we had our first WordCamp here in Rochester. And so I've kind of been all in since then. Um, my career has progressed through WordPress uh, until I was hired at uh, GiveWP four year, about four years ago. And uh, my, I signed my paperwork at WordCamp US in 2017 and started work there 2018. And as Bendel said, uh, GiveWP was acquired by Liquid Web this year. And now I'm working with Stellar WP as the Director of Community Engagement. So that's how I got started in it. Um, and it's just kind of interesting through the pandemic, I was noticing all these people posting, I really, I need a job. Does anybody know of any WordPress jobs? And I was seeing all these other people posting, we have these openings, we have these openings. And I was like, 
these people need to meet those people because I think there's some connections that can be made here. And so one day I had all this vacation time, but no place to go because we were in lockdown. I took a vacation day and I built WPCareerPages.com. And it's not a, it's not a job listing site so that you're not going to find individual jobs there. But what you will find is a ton of websites um, that are WordPress focused businesses and links to their career pages. So if they have a place that like the get hired jobs career of their website, it's listed on WPCareerPages.com. That turned into me posting every Wednesday, just a whole list of jobs that were available. And this last, over the last few months, a couple of companies have come forward to sponsor that and take it a little bit further. And then as a result of that, I started working with PostStatus and doing some of the job related stuff at PostStatus. Tomorrow, which is um, December 1st, we have our first Twitter spaces to talk about WordPress jobs and hiring and getting hired and those kinds of things that go together. And then next spring, April 8th, we have our first WP Career Summit. And we're going to be doing a full day of two tracks, one for job seekers and one for employers on ways to do better at, um, you know, building your portfolio, building your, your resume, building, you know, understanding how to do interviewing better, things like that. But also on the hiring side, better recruiting tactics, um, better recruiting for inclusion and diversity, those kinds of things. And at the same time, a giant job fair. So it's going to be a very cool day for hiring day, very cool day for job seekers. And moving up to that point, we're going to be doing, um, we're doing one this month, which is the Twitter spaces tomorrow. And then we're going to do them weekly starting in January. That's awesome. It was a big data dump. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, that's fine. Uh, And we'll make sure that there are links to all of these things in the show notes for the episode. Um, So one of the things that kind of plays into all of that, you know, you talked about WP career pages and how uh, you're helping people get connected to the people who have jobs uh, that they're trying to hire for. But on the other half of that, you're also uh, working to try and connect people who want jobs with employers who are looking for people who are in upper under underrepresented communities. If I can get words out today. (laughs) Um, so you started underrepresented in tech. Yes, Allie, Nim- which... Allie Nimmons and I founded underrepresentedintech.com. And it's a database. So you can, if you are an underrepresented person, you can join the database. It's free to join. And then anybody who's looking to find podcast guests, hire somebody part time, hire somebody full time, um, get speakers for your events, those kinds of things, can peruse through that. There's a whole bunch of different search criteria you can use to search the database and find people in underrepresented communities for making our entire workspace, our entire ecosystem more um, friendly towards underrepresentation and make sure that we are a more representative community. And it's all free. It's free to search. It's free to be. Yeah. That's awesome. And I know it's, it's something very, it's something incredibly important. And you know, you have great sponsors that help you and, and Allie to run that resource. You have sponsors helping you to run WP career pages. Uh, the community has really come together to uh, help in, in these areas to, you know, put these resources forward. And um, 
I know you probably say it best yourself uh, when you call yourself a, uh, oh, what, what's the term that you use? A director of community engagement? Um, well, no, it's. Uh, Jill of all trades? <laughs> that, that too. You definitely do that. I consider myself a bit of a matchmaker when it comes to putting resources, helping people find resources and that kind of thing. Yeah. A pay it forward WordPresser. That's okay. the term I was looking for that really resonated with me uh, from your site. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and um, you, know, you do mentoring and job coaching and all of those, you know, teach WordPress, run marketing classes, all of these things, just in addition to your career as, as kind of a, um, a way to give back to the community that's given so much to you. And so, you know, I, I find it amazing that you are um, putting you know, effort into connecting people. And I always tell people that one of my superpowers is connection, right? Being able to connect people to each other. Uh, and I think you very much have that same superpower. Yeah, that's one, that's one of the ones I think that I am really good at. I, I don't necessarily do – I mean, I can build websites. I'm not the best web designer that's out there. But I'm really good at helping people network together. So, Michelle, I, I, I want to know um, kind of why why do you care? You know, what? why do you care about underrepresentation? Why do you care about um, helping match people in the community to – um, to jobs uh, and matching uh, people that are, you know, trying to find candidates um, to their positions. And, um, it, you know, I, I, I know these things are important, right? I know intuitively that these things are important. Um, but I, I think, you know, in understanding why you care, maybe, maybe other people uh, that will spark something in them to be interested in, in the same. So as far as um, the underrepresentation piece, you know, I, I tick a bunch of boxes myself as an underrepresented person, especially in technology. There are a lot of women, but we don't have a lot of seats at the table. Um, I'm not a minority as far as my ethnicity status, but my daughter is. And I've raised a daughter who is a proud black woman who is not afraid to stand up for herself. And so I take my cue from her as far as um, I've learned so much from her about helping be an ally to people who are in the BIPOC community. And then also I am a person with disabilities. And so being able to navigate the world as someone who has a disability uh, and still be able to do all the things that I do, if I can serve as a role model for even one person to inspire them to do something, I think that I've served my, my purpose for sure. Um, but if I can help amplify voices, if I can help, uh, people find jobs. I, you know, we talk about democratizing publishing and that anybody can create space on the web. And that's true. But can anybody make money doing publishing on the web? Yes, to a degree, right? But is it sustainable as, um, you know, as a vocation? And sometimes that means that you can't, sometimes you can't do it on your own. I was freelance for years. Um, I got divorced and I needed a steady income. And so I needed to find uh, employment that wasn't just me trying to find the next site to build and the next marketing campaign that I could help with. And so I went in search of a real full-time job with benefits and all. Um, 
I think everybody should have that opportunity, you know, to be able to find something in our community. Certainly there are enough companies to go around. Um, it's just a matter of, of matching the right skill sets to what people need. Hey, Bob WP here, and I'd like to take a moment to thank two of our pod friends for their support of Do The Woo. If you have a client who's looking for a point-of-sale solution, consider suggesting Foo Sales. In fact, Foo Sales is the first native WooCommerce point-of-sale to support in-person payments using Square Reader. Now, you can use Foo Sales with the Square Terminal for your client projects, but the icing on the cake is that it not only works with FooSales iPad and Android apps, but the Foo web app. So you really need to check this out if your clients have been asking for a point-of-sale solution or a new point-of-sale solution. Find them at FooSales.com. Wayflyer is helping WooCommerce direct-to-consumer merchants improve their cash flow to accelerate growth through revenue-based financing for their marketing and inventory needs. Now, whether it's for you or your clients, signing up is free. An offer will be delivered in a matter of hours and one fee keeps it simple. They're the only trusted funding partner on the WooCommerce Marketplace and are featured over there in the Grow Your Business collection. So if you are looking to help yourself or your client with your store's marketing and inventory financial cash flow, just head on over to wayflyer.com. And now let's head back to the show. Okay, so I'm I'm going to lead you a little bit really quick because because okay. there I I want to make sure to come back to this question I asked you, why do you care? And and uh, and before you start talking more about why you're marrying job seekers with um, with jobs, I, I want to know why should other people care, right? Um, what value, uh, and like I said, I'm leading you a little bit, what, what value does diversity bring to um, tech, to companies, to the experience? Because there are plenty of people that, um, that uh, you know, are not in an underrepresented population that are listening to this podcast and they might be wondering you know give me give me some passion uh as to why why i should care so let me take it down to a basic marketing level for years and years the only dolls that were sold were little white blonde dolls and so the only people that actually benefited from little white blonde baby dolls was little white girls little white children and any person who was not a white person wanted a baby doll, they got a white baby doll. So, you know, ch- children like my daughter, had she grown up in my age, would be somebody who is a black woman with a white baby doll. And that's not representative. So if you want to be a company that can market what you have to everybody, then you better have some representation sitting around that table to understand what that means. If if those if if Mattel had had black women sitting at the table instead of a bunch of white guys and and a couple of white women early on, they would have been able to market to more than white children. And the part of the part of what happens when you invite more people to leadership within communities, when you invite more people to be part of the whole process and part of the team, is you get a much richer background and experiences from those people, which can make your products and services so much better, because now you can make them applicable to anybody who wants to partake of them, and you understand where everybody's coming from. 
So actually on a very basic business level, diversity breeds greater success for the companies that embrace it. Absolutely. But it's not just diversity, it's inclusion. Um, Diversity for the sake of diversity in and of itself is harmful. Diversity for inclusion, for hearing the voices, listening to the voices, and incorporating the things that people bring to the table, that is where the magic happens. So it's not just, look, we hired somebody who's got different color skin than us. It's like, oh my gosh, we got this amazing person who brings so much richness, so much experience, and so much value to our team. And that's what makes us better. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I remember uh, listening to some, um, I think it was in uh, in Boston, uh, sitting at um, an accessibility workshop um, at at a WordPress event, at a WordCamp. And uh, one of the striking things to me was, um, you know, learning for the first time about uh, accessibility on websites and, and learning about learning about struggles that people go through and then learning that the structured data required for accessibility also lends itself well to, to SEO. And so I think this is one of those basic examples of, of how, um, you know, uh, thinking about all sides um, can, can lead to a better product overall, right? There, you, you have more people that are able to use things. Uh, you're including people. Uh, you're also uh, leveling up your your SEO game in the process, and that's the nice side effect of of it all, right? So, uh, so that's interesting. Absolutely, I gave a talk last year for Word WordCamp Santa Clarita Valley called um, "Accessibility is More Than Disability Accommodation," because accessibility means everybody has access to it, not not just you know people who are deaf or blind or all seeing, but it's, it's actually inviting everybody to partake and truly democratizing um, our community, which I think I, I'm just from this conversation starting to come up with perhaps a tagline for WP career summit, something about democratizing hiring or de- democratizing <laughs> the ecosystem or something like that. <laughs> well, and I think one of the things that's really important for people to get their head around is that giving back to WordPress you know, is not just becoming a core contributor, right? And so one of the ways that you can do so is by fostering community. And that's one of the areas where you've focused is fostering communities. And uh, whether that's the support organization for you know, the best donation plugin in the world, in my opinion. <laughs> I, have to, I have to agree with you on that one. <laughs> I, would, I thought you would. Uh, or building communities around job seekers and companies that are looking for employees. Uh, Building community really seems to be at the core of a lot of what you do and a lot of how you give back. I think that's awesome. You know, there are, there are tons more ways to spend your five for the future than, than just writing code. Absolutely. And I've learned never to apply the word just to anything, right? So we don't just build community. We don't just right. write code. And I'm not, I'm not coming down on you about that at all. But a lot of people will say I'm just a designer or I'm just a marketer, you know, in that they're not a developer. There's no such thing as just a developer, just a, just a marketer or just a designer. If you're creating and helping move whatever the product is or yourself or whatever forward, then take the just out of it and own it. Cause that's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, words, words, words matter, right? Um, 
So uh, talking about something else that matters, um, your day job, right? Uh, nobody can deny the fact that um, you are, Michelle, the one uh, that does all of these crazy cool side projects. Um, and then uh, then you have like a day job where you're doing significant work for um, for for a great company in the in the ecosystem. And so um, I'm, I'm curious both how your experience um, experiences outside of work kind of help to propel you inside of work and also how you how you balance that that time so my outside work is so let's let's almost all my friends are wordpressers now so there is no outside of work it all kind of bleeds into one another um i do have family and friends i i don't mean to make, make it sound like that but uh but a lot of what i do what i find enriching in my life is still connected somehow to the WordPress community. So recently, you referenced my work at Big Orange Heart, we recently crowdsourced a coloring book. And so I got to put my artistic talent and my writing skills to work on that and create artwork, which to me is is therapeutic. So I got my own therapy by creating something that other people can find therapeutic and that makes a little bit of money for big orange heart as well. So um, it's called color my heart orange. So I mean, it's a, it's a great coloring book. It's out of, we just launched it um, about two weeks ago. I got 15 copies in the mail the other day. It's phenomenal. And to be able to do that, the sense of accomplishment that comes with that. And so for me, that was just sitting in front of the TV at night. Just I bought an iPad so that I could make digital art, you know, instead of having to try to digitize uh, pen and ink drawings. And so for me, that was like phenomenal. So is that balance? I call it balance, right? But other people might say, but you were still working. Well, no, I wasn't really. I was doing something that for me is therapeutic, but just actually had an application outside of that therapy for myself. So, you know, I am a single woman. I live with three cats, no children at home. So for, you know, what it's worth, I... um, What are your cats' names? My cats' names are Marilyn, Stella, and Charlotte. All right. Yeah. Marilyn's the oldest. She's 16. She weighs 19 pounds. She's a big old Maine Coon cat. <laughs> and then Stella's a pastel tortie and Charlotte is a tortoiseshell. Uh, that didn't, uh, you said tortoiseshell. I was just thinking you have, you have a, a turtle, uh, you have a turtle cat, which I know is impossible, but um, if this were a video podcast, we'd make you go collect all of them. And <laughs> uh, Except I'm in the office. I'm not at home. Oh, oh so. good point. Good point. <laughs> they, they live at home, which is which is another thing is is being able to get up and leave the house in the morning, come to the office for my day job, right? Which sometimes bleeds into other things like doing podcasts like this and that kind of thing. Um, but then I, at the end of the day, I go home, and if I choose to do work, that's fine. It's on my time. If I choose to lay on the couch and be a bum and pet a cat while I watch, you know, I while I binge watch WandaVision and those kinds of things over the summer. That's what I do too. So for me, balance isn't about like, I have this many hours I do this and that many hours I do that. It's about finding what's right for me in that particular moment. If I need to take an hour out of my day during my day job to go take a nap, I'm allowed to do that. You know, So I have a lot of flexibility in my day job to be able to create you know, I hit my 40 hours every week, probably more than that. And nobody's making me clock in and clock out. Um, And that's what allows that creativity part of it to be present too, right? Is that you're not just sitting here pushing buttons all day. You know, I find having a creative outlet to be super important. Um, 
a lot of the work that we do requires extreme levels of focus. You know, regardless of what your role is, you know, it requires focus to get work done. And I find the only way that I disengage from that because I work from home is to walk away and have something else that occupies my time. So whether that's music or concert photography or any of the other things, and I know you're mm-hmm. a photographer as well. Yep. I take my camera out in nature all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but those things just, they, they provide a way to reset your brain and to do something that doesn't require your normal thought process, your normal skill set that you're employing in your day job. And uh, it, it is, it's incredibly therapeutic. So it's awesome that you were able to work on the coloring book and, um, you know, get art in there and really chaperone most of the project uh, through the, the finish line. And uh, I'm looking forward to getting my copy as well. Yeah, and, and for example, this this past Sunday, I um, posted in our local Facebook "Buy Nothing, Sell Nothing" group, which are people who are looking to you know get and give things. That I would do a full day of photography. They could sign up. I get put a calendar link out there, and I gave away um, family portraits, holiday portraits, and I had eight families come through, and I got to do portraits of eight families during the day, just because I enjoy it. I had a lot of fun doing it, but also was able to give families who said things like, we haven't had pictures of our family since I, since the day we got married, you know, and, and to be able to give, and they now have like three kids or four kids, you know, so like to be able to do that for different families and, and that kind of thing, it's, it's fulfilling. And that's part of the balance for me is I like to be busy, but um, it doesn't always have to be WordPress. <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, so going back towards the, the HR stuff, right? Going back yeah. towards the job seekers, because, you know, you read a lot in the news right now, job market's hot. Um, a lot of companies hiring people say it's a job seekers market, but you also hear a lot of reports about, um, job seekers having a really, really hard time because, uh, there are unprecedented amount of people that are quitting their jobs they're moving, they're changing, they're, they're rearranging their lives. And so I, I think that there's a group of people, of course, that is um, heading out into the job market for the first time. There are other people that are um, super experienced and, and, and they're just looking for the right fit. And then there's this other group that maybe is looking to either change directions um, or, uh, or they've, they've been hoping for a good tight fit and they can't find it. And, um, and they don't know, you know, is it is it the resume? Is it the LinkedIn profile? Is it how I'm positioning myself? Is it the interviews? Is it, you know, what is it? So what are the top maybe couple most impactful things um, that, that you could advise people specifically in the WordPress space um, to do or to look at or to evaluate in order to get that tight as a glove fit? Um, Mm -hmm. for the job that they're looking for? Well, the first thing I always say is I I hate the fact that it's it's so much of the time it's who you know, but it really does come down to a lot of the time who you know or whether you know somebody who knows somebody can recommend you. Um, And for that purpose, you never network too much. You know, and and I've been throwing the post status name out here, but the post status Slack is really very active. 
the um, Big Orange Heart Slack is very active. If you can join a community like that, if you can get active on Twitter, start paying attention to what, you know, follow people that are influential in the areas that, that you're interested in. If you're a developer, follow some developers that are talking about things and, and make sure you're aware of what's happening in the industry. Being up on information and being connected to other people by and far is going to help you find the right job. And then also make sure you identify properly. The, the You said a little while ago words matter, and they really do, because we see things like junior dev, senior dev, full stack developer. We see um, product designer. We see the words engineer instead of developer sometimes. We see um, things like UX and UI. And I don't know that everybody has the same definitions for all of those different words. And so understanding exactly what they're looking for and not disqualifying yourself right away. Maybe you think that you're a junior dev, but you read that senior dev your job description and it's like, oh, wow, I really do know all those things, you know? Um, so why not throw your hat in the ring for that job, that kind of thing? So I think understanding the job market in, in that you want to learn more about specifically what those jobs are looking for, understanding how you identify yourself, putting together a solid resume that you can adjust as needed per job that you apply to, and then network your bum off because seriously, that's going to be some some of your best opportunities to learn about jobs and to be recommended for jobs or even just to know somebody and get hired directly. Awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really interesting just how how much networking and knowing your community matter when you're looking for work. Um, but it's, it's also amazing that, yeah, there are a number of terms in this industry that mean similar, but not exact things. Um, I have a friend D Sadler who, uh, if I said that UI and UX were the same thing, would drive all the way here from uh, the East Coast and slap me. Because they're not, right? Um, they're very different disciplines. And you know, there, are, um, <laughs> there are a number of people who think those are just the same role, and they're not. Um, you know, and then there's the, where is the line between who is a developer and who's a designer and who is an implementer and where do those lines blur? What does developer mean in the WordPress community? And how does experience influence those names too, right? Um, that's yeah, for sure. It's another big one. That's I think some of the biggest hurdles to getting hired and hiring is the way we, ter the terminologies that we use around those things. Um, you know, when I, I have a podcast, as you all know, that uh, I ask people, like, what's something that they think that we as, and then I say web designers, web developers, web builders could do better to make our products better for the end user. And I use all three of those terms because I want to make sure that they're they know I'm no matter what part, what role you think you are, you're one of those things, right? So you're, if, if you don't think of yourself as a designer developer, you're part of the web building process. Um, because I don't want to leave anybody out of it, but everybody thinks of themselves along different roles. Well, and I think that's something that Bob's done a really good job with, with Do The Woo, is focusing on the builder community. You know, not saying, hey, this is a developer podcast, or this is a, a designer-focused podcast. It's not. And while we'll have episodes that skew either way, 
or that go into the business of this business, you know, like what we're talking about today. Um, in the end, it's all to make builders better and help builders build better sites. Absolutely. Yep, for sure. And let's, let's agree that every developer does not have a designer's eye and every designer does not understand the development that goes into a website and you don't have to be either what, and you don't have to be either one of those to build a good website. Right. So that is the truth. So whatever, however you count yourself, you're part of the group. Indeed. And with that, um, I, I want to thank you, um, deeply thank you for the insights that you've shared. Um, hoping that there's an opportunity for people to get in touch with you in between <laughs> your, your cats and your TV shows and, and things like that. Uh, and your, and your day job, which is also your, um, regular community and your friend community and, and, and all of this. So how, how can people get a hold of you um, if they have a question for you? Absolutely. Well, my DMs, I always am checking my DMs on Twitter. You can DM me at Michelle Ames on Twitter. Um, I have a website, worksbymichelle.com. You can visit any of my other sites as well, which um, are underrepresented in tech.com, wpcareerpages.com, or you can find me over at SellerWP as well. Wow. Just a few places. <laughs> I know. Big Orange Heart, post status. I'm everywhere. You have to, you have to work hard not to find me, um, someplace. <laughs> <laughs> and that is just a testament to who you are as an individual. And I love it. Uh, either that or I'm a busy body. One or the other. I don't know. <laughs> you only live once, right? Make the most of it. That is very true. Help as many people as I can. You know, it's, it really, is amazing that you have such a focus on legacy. And uh, I think that a lot of people could do with uh, focusing equally on legacy. So uh, thank you for everything you do to support our community and to support uh, the people in it. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me here today. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to today's show. I'd like to give one more shout out to our DuPod friends. If your clients are looking for cash flow assistance with their marketing or inventory, make sure and send them to wayflyer.com. And for those clients looking for a powerful point of sales, foosales.com has them covered. And make sure to follow us either on Twitter or the podcast or here on dothewoo.io as I start my adventure soon to the state of the word 2021 in New York City. But until then, keep on doing the woo.